Glory to God. Glory to our God. The only God. The only true and the living God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let me extend a warm welcome to everyone on the prayer line. This new day, that this midnight hour, you are privileged to be alive. You are privileged to be on this prayer line. Count it as a great privilege. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Tonight, I believe God has a special word for us to encourage us, to strengthen us for this journey that we have ahead of us. Hallelujah. Glory. And we need the the whole armor of God. Why? Because we're in a battle. We're in spiritual warfare, whether we realize it or not. Once you come to know the Lord as Lord and Savior, you open up your heart and you say, Lord, I surrender to you. You have been enlisted in the army of the Lord. But as we go along this journey, you find that many times we feel weak. Many times we give in to the temptations of the devil. And then we come to ourselves and we begin to wonder why. How come I give in to the devil? How come I allow the devil to use me? How come I allow the devil <laughs> to, 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 to get through with tempting me? And sometimes you may even feel tired. You may even feel that to live this Christian life is a hard job. But it is not. If we really rely on God, if we really put on the whole armor of God, it will be easy. Yes. The Lord, first of all, let me re- begin by reading the word of God. Second Timothy chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 to 7. This was Paul speaking to young Timothy, and he was telling him, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'll repeat that. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that wore it entangled himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him, which is God, who had chosen him to be a soldier. Hallelujah. Amen. And if a man also strive for masteries, 
Yet is he not crowned, except he strive how lawfully. The husbandman that laboreth, he must be first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. So here Paul was telling Timothy to see himself as a soldier. Brethren, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. We see Paul encouraging or exhorting Timothy or instructing Timothy that in this battle, if he is going to fight this battle, he must let loose of certain things. He said, no man that wore it, entangling himself with the affairs of this life. We must not allow the things of this world, the things of this life, to hold us back, to keep us back from being a good soldier. Hallelujah. Let's go to Second Timothy chapter 2. Sorry, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18. Paul is speaking now to the Christians in Ephesus. He says, finally, my brethren, here again he is encouraging them to be strong. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. He didn't say some. He said the whole armor. That he may be able to withstand in the evil day. That means the times of testing, times of trouble. And having done all to stand. Therefore, stand, having your loins got about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. 
Here Paul is making a comparison between a natural armor of the olden days, the way way men of old used to arm themselves to go fight. So he is making a comparison, not a comparison, he is um, showing that each part of the armor, the natural armor, has a corresponding spiritual armor. So we are encouraged to put on our spiritual armor because our battle is not natural. Our battle that we have to fight is spiritual. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And in order for us to overcome, in order for us to endure, in order for us to be saved at the end of our lives or when the rapture comes, if it happens while we are alive, we have to endure to the end. Mm. We must not be destroyed by the enemy. We must not be defeated by the enemy. We must endure. We must be good soldiers. We must keep our weapons on, not one day, but every day of our lives. Because we don't know when the enemy is coming with what he is coming, day, day by day. So we ought to keep our armor on every day of this life in order to overcome the enemy. And we are not only to put some of the armor on. We have to have all of them on every day. If we take off one, maybe the enemy will come to attack us in that area. So we have to wear our armor. And this is the message that God wants us to have. Be armored every day. And we must wear the whole armor in order to win our battles over the enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. So we can describe our spiritual weapons as truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, the word of God, and it is summed up by prayer. A lot of people usually leave that one out. They see six, they don't see the seventh one. Prayer sums it up. Prayer is a weapon. And Paul mentioned it here in verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching. He also included the word watch. Watch and pray, they go together. As Jesus also encouraged us in his word to watch and pray. Spiritual weapon of truth. We must know the truth, the truth, Jesus Christ, in order for us to 
win this battle. Because truth, Jesus Christ, is the foundation of our faith. Our faith must not be based on someone's visions or dreams or some physical or spiritual apparition that someone saw. Our faith must be found in the truth of God's word. And that truth is Jesus Christ. If we do not arm ourselves with truth, you'll find that we will be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. And the devil is so tricky. He gives people dreams, some people in the past, dreams and visions that resulted in false religions. The, the God that they serve is not really the true and the living God. He deceived them. He was able to deceive them and still is deceiving people up to today. Their worship and their devotion to some God is not the, the real God. But we in here, I believe everyone on this prayer line tonight, know the truth. The truth is Jesus Christ. We believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. We believe the work that he has done to save us. And we will not waver. We will not. We refuse to be led astray with strange doctrines which are doctrines of devils. We will not be deceived. But remember, in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus warned us that in these last days especially, to be careful with deception, because the devil will come in many different ways to try to deceive us, to lure us into error. He will come not looking like a devil. He will come looking attractive. So, brethren, let us arm ourselves in the truth, the truth that we know written in the Bible, and we must not go away from that truth. Let us guard the truth. That's why I believe Paul said, gird, put the girdle of truth, put on the girdle of truth. A girdle is more than a belt. Some of you ladies will know what a girdle is. It's not popular in these days, but it's popular in days long ago. If you think your tummy is too big or going out of shape, or your behind going out of shape, you wear you wore a girdle. So if you want to stay in the truth of God's word, put on that girdle, spiritual girdle, to keep you, to keep you from moving away from the truth. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's look at the arm of righteousness. Our righteousness, if we want to make it, to endure, to overcome the devil, our righteousness must come to us only through Jesus Christ. The word of God says there is none righteous, no, not one. We all born in sin. 
but we can call ourselves the righteousness of God because we have placed our trust in God to wash our sins away. Jesus made us right in the sight of God. And if Jesus has made us right in the sight of God, we must manifest it. We are supposed to manifest righteousness. Our sinful actions, our sinful habits, they must all cease. Because now we are righteous. We cannot say we are saved, born again, and still practice sin, still live in sin, and expect to overcome the devil. The devil will laugh at us. And he's always there as a roaring lion, lion, waiting to see whom he can devour. So when we take a little chance to sin, that's what the devil waits, is, has been waiting for. He will step in. May we never go back there in the name of Jesus. We are changed. We are supposed to be new creatures created in Christ Jesus. We can't say we are saved, born again, going to church, and still practice sin, especially outward sin. We can't say we believe in Jesus, going to church, worshiping, and live in fornication, and live in adultery, and be, be named a liar, and be named a scammer. I'm not saying that we, we don't miss the mark every day. We, we, we don't let things that we miss. But I'm talking about lifestyle. Some people okay. intend to serve God and still live a sinful lifestyle. Okay. That cannot happen. We must put on our breastplate of righteousness. In the name of Jesus. Now let us look at peace. To overcome, we must have the peace of God within our hearts. Jesus is peace, and if he lives in our hearts, we should walk in peace. We should live in peace. When everything around us is dark and troublesome, we should be able to remain in peace. And offer peace to even those around us who don't know God. In all that's going on even right now, we should not be worrying. We should not be complaining, especially to the unsaved. The unsaved are looking at us, as a matter of fact, because they believe that, that we are children of God. They're looking at us to see how we respond to this crisis. They are looking at us for a word of comfort. But if we continue to worry just like them, what are we doing? We're giving room to the enemy to defeat us. The enemy will draw us away and give us devilish, satanic suggestions to overcome our troubles. So we cannot give room to the enemy 
by worrying and fretting. Or he will give us a solution. And we do not want a solution from the enemy. We want to wait on God. Amen. In our distress, in our problems, in our difficult situations, let us rest and wait on God. Only so we can overcome the enemy. We must also live peacefully with all men. We cannot fight the enemy when we are fighting each other. Shanamama Koshanta. We must arm ourselves always with peace. We must try to live as much as we can peaceably with all men. Stop the fight. Stop the struggles. Even as Christians, sometimes we fight each other, struggle with each other. Even among pastors, you find sometimes pastors fighting each other. Who take whose members away from them? And who can have the most members? And who can have the biggest church building? And I pray that during this time that we are going through, that many of us, pastors included, will change. We would learn to live in peace with one another. <clears throat> and we should show that peace. Amen. Amen. Now let's go to faith. When the enemy throws his arrows at us, we should be able to resist through our faith in God. We must believe God with all our hearts. We must trust God for all our needs and all that we ask him for. Our trust and our hope should never be in the government. Our trust and our hope should never be in our own power and in our own strength. We should not be depend on, on our own mind, our own brains, our intelligence, our skills, or whatever we have. Our strength must come from the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. If we put our trust in anyone else, we will be defeated. The enemy will take us down. Our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next piece of armor we should always carry is salvation. We cannot overcome Satan with the helmet of our PhDs, our associate degrees, or whatever we have accomplished at college. We cannot overcome Satan with our skills to make good speech. We cannot overcome Satan because of our family line, because our, 
grandfather or grandfather was a pastor or bishop. Tell us that. We cannot overcome Satan. Depending on these things. Religious denomination. Oh, my entire family was born and we grew up in the Methodist Church or the Catholic Church or the Church of God in Christ. We cannot depend on the religion or religious denomination to protect us from the enemy. We depend on the salvation that God has brought us. Amen. And we must ask our questions. We ask ourselves this question as churchgoers, as people who say we are Christians. Do we really know God? Are we really born again? We have to be sure. And if you are not sure that you were born again, you just go to church because you were raised to go to church. And you love church. You're not sure about your salvation. Please do so before this night is over. Amen. If you are not saved, and God forbid, you breathe your last breath in a few hours to come. Jesus. Where will you spend Lord. eternity? Jesus. You have to be sure that you are saved. If you don't wake up by 5 or 6 a.m. tomorrow, you will be in eternity. Where will you spend it? With God or with the devil? You have to be sure. Receive Jesus Christ before it is too late. Amen. 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 It's the covering we have. It's the helmet. Helmet of salvation. Because we are saved, we are protected. We can't we, 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 we will not go to hell with the devil. Because hell was not made for us. It was made for the devil and his demons. Mm-hmm. Not made for us. He tricked our four parents, Adam and Eve, into sin. But God sent the second Adam, Jesus Christ, as a sacrifice for our sins. And once we place our trust in Jesus Christ, that sacrifice, we are saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must arm ourselves daily with the word of God. We must read. We must memorize. And we must reflect daily on the word of God. Remember I said before, God wants us to arm ourselves with these weapons daily. His word is food to our souls. 
We must have the word of God within us. Memorization is excellent. Because even if you cannot read it, you're in a situation you, you don't read, the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance because you have memorized it. Mm-hmm. How much scripture as an individual can you memorize? Ask yourself that question. How much do you memorize? Are you able to memorize? As a matter of fact, do you know how many books are there in the Bible? Do you know how many are Old Testament or the Old Covenant? How many are New Testament? Are you able to say which book comes after which one? Do you know which book comes after Proverbs? These are questions we need to ask ourselves because we know so much and we we, we get ourselves involved in so many things of the world Uh and neglect the immersing ourselves in the Word of God. Many of us as Christians, we don't know the word. I see many times in church, when the minister called the scripture, people are scrambling, or they have to go right back to the contents to, to know where to find that book. That shouldn't be. After six months being a Christian, you should be able to find where Daniel is quickly. And if you, you're custom reading your Bible too, you should be able to give an estimate of where it is it right there. As soon as you put your fingers, you should be able to find the, that book of Daniel. Can you do it? Do you love the Word of God? Do you immerse yourself in the Word of God? But you can tell your friend about every episode of the Walking Dead movie. (laughs) You talk about what happened in the last episode with your friends, but you can't tell your friends what you read from the Bible this morning. It's a shame. God is looking or making an end time army out of us. There's no doubt that we're in the end times, close to the end. And he's preparing us. We don't know when this Bible would be taken away from us. We have to know the word of God. It has to be in our hearts. The word, thy word have I hid in my heart, the psalmist said, that I will not sin against thee. We don't know the word. We, we, we can lose to the devil easily because we don't know what the word of God said when the devil comes to tempt us. Remember when he took Jesus Christ to be tempted? 
How did Jesus overcome Satan? By using the word of God. Every temptation, Jesus hit back the devil with the word. Hallelujah. How about us? Do we know the word? Prayer. Prayer is the weapon, and it sums it all up. Because we can have truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, a Bible in our, in our hands. And if, but if we don't pray, we're dead. Prayer is our breath. It's the breath of life, spiritual breath of life. We have to pray. We have to talk to God. We have to open up our souls, our hearts unto God daily. And as, as, uh, uh, as the word of God said, without ceasing, you do not have to be always kneeling down or lifting your hand to be praying. What that means is that we should always maintain a prayerful attitude everywhere we are, everywhere we go. Prayerful attitude. You're going to work, you're going to the subway. You see somebody, you see these people, you have compassion on them and you say a word of prayer for them. You see the man on the street sitting down in rags and you say, Lord, help a person. That's praying without ceasing. Ask God to have mercy on others. Pray for others. We cannot live or maintain a Christian life without prayer. Because God is our strength. And we have to communicate with him to get his strength so that we can live above the attacks of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now we are going to pray. And our first prayer point is that we should ask the Lord to help us to remain in the truth and not to stray away from his truth, the truth, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask God to help you. Not to go to any strange form of doctrine. Ask him to open your eyes that you will be able to discern evil from good. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we are asking you to have mercy upon us. 
Father, help me to stay in the truth. For Jesus Christ is the truth. There are many, you said, Lord, that will come in these last days saying they are the Christ. Help me not to follow them. Oh, God, help me not to fall away from the truth. Give me eyes to see the difference, Lord Jesus. Oh, God Almighty, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our next prayer point is for righteousness. You're going to ask the Lord to help you to live right. If you've not been living right, ask him for help. Amen. Give you strength to overcome that anger. To put a zip on your lip. Because when you get angry and you talk, you you regret it later. Anything that we say or do, that's not right in God's sight. Ask for forgiveness and ask for strength to overcome. Overcome anger. Overcome selfishness. Overcome greediness. Some of us could be greedy for the things of this world. Uh Overcome hatred. Overcome gossip. Backbiting. And I hope not. Fornication. We must live right. We are able to do it because God is in us. He is our righteousness. Give us the ability to live a righteous life. We must put it on. We can't be sinning and expect to win this spiritual battle. If we are on the devil's side, how could we fight him? Hallelujah. Pray. Ask God to make you righteous. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me, Lord Jesus. To live a righteous life every day. Oh God, take away anything that is unrighteous that I practice. Take it away from me, Lord. Anger, Lord. Quick temper, Lord. Oh God, anything. Oh God, that is not of you. Oh God, take it away from me. Take it away from me, Lord. Lord, I want to be an example of righteousness that others would see and they would be drawn to you. I want to be a good ambassador for you. So wash me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Take away, oh God, all unrighteousness. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are also going to pray that righteousness will prevail over our nation. Amen. Let us commit America and the whole world into God's hands, especially the place where you were born. Commit that nation into your hands. Ask the Lord to return righteousness. 
Righteousness exalted a nation. What sin is a reproach to a people. Father God, we commit the United States of America into your hands. Father, we have sinned. We have done many unrighteous things. Establish unrighteous laws. Oh God, we ask for your forgiveness. Father, we ask that your righteousness would return to America. Revoke some of these evil laws that we have brought in. Abortion, homosexuality, and all manner evil. Father, remove them. Cleanse America. Oh God, we prefer our native countries as well. Father, we do the same. Return the people to you, Lord. Let righteousness prevail over the nation. In the name of Jesus. God, we are praying. Because of God, we are your ambassadors. And you said, if we pray, you will do a work. You will do a new thing. So, Father, we are praying that for you to bring back righteousness over our nation. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to pray for peace. First of all, if you are worrying currently about anything, you need to ask God to forgive you for worrying. He said he has given you your peace. When you don't have that peace, the enemy can come in and knock you down. You need peace. We need peace. So ask the Lord to forgive you for any anxiety, any worry, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm praying for peace. Put your peace in my heart. Oh God, anything that I'm worrying about, oh God, reveal it to me. And I'm asking you to forgive me for the worry and the anxiety. Oh God, cleanse me in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your peace remain and abide in my heart at all times. Peace at all times. Help me to rest in you. To have peace. That I will be an example to those who don't know you. Oh God, the world is anxious. The world is worrying. Right now, in this pandemic, Father, let me be peaceful. That they would ask me, well, how come you're so peaceful that I'll be able to witness them, tell them about you and the peace that you have to offer them. Father, help me to be peaceful and give me strength. To live in peace with all men and to remain peaceful at all times in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Faith. Let's ask the Lord to strengthen our faith in Him. We will not give up.
And if there are people in your life that, you know, that their faith is failing, they're wavering, they want to give up on God, pray for them in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for the armor of faith. But Lord, many times we need more. We need more. Our faith is not exercised enough. We fail you many times. So Father, you said you gave us the me- a measure of faith. But we have to we have to increase it. We have to exercise it. Oh God. Give me strength to exercise that faith in you, Lord Jesus. Let my faith in you grow and expand in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for loved ones that are losing their faith and trust completely. Father, I pray for my loved ones that are asking, where is God in this time of pandemic? Father, I pray for my loved ones that are asking questions, why God is allowing this to happen? Where is he? Father, I pray for them. Father, I pray that you will show yourself to them and let them know that you are not doing this evil thing. That is, the enemy is at war. Oh, God, help them not to fail in their faith in you. Oh, God, give them strength to continue to believe in you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Next armor is salvation. I think I did a little bit of that about that already. If you are not saved, give your heart to the Lord. That's our armor. But at this time, we can pray for loved ones who are not saved. Father, remember our children, our grandchildren. Remember our sisters, our brothers, nieces, nephews, our co-workers that are not saved. Father, tomorrow is not promised to anyone. So, Father, we are begging and we are pleading with you. Oh, God, to have mercy on them. Extend their lives. That they would have one more opportunity to give their hearts to you. Oh, God, don't let them die in their sin. Don't let our children die in sin. Don't let our brothers and sisters die in sin. In some cases, mothers, fathers, Father, we are begging you, we are pleading with you to extend their lives. That we'll have another opportunity. Give them another opportunity, Lord, to make their lives right with you. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The Word of God. Wherever we lack in the word of God. Oh. I don't know how to pray for this. This is something that we just have to do. 
We cannot just pray the word of God into us. We have to do it. We have to read it. We have to study it. We have to memorize it. We have to love it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the word of God better than any romance story. Father, help me to hide your word in my heart. Where I lack reading and studying your word. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to remind me. When I tend to forget, remind me and rebuke me so that I will go take up my Bible and read. Help me to love your word more than anything else. Love your word more than that, that television series. To love your word more than a conversation with a friend. We spend sometimes one hour, two hours talking on the phone. But, but we fail to, to spend ten minutes in your word. Father, forgive us. Forgive us. Lord, have mercy on us. How do we expect to win this battle when we don't spend time in your word? Oh, God, forgive us as Christians, as followers of your Help us, oh God. Help us. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen. And the last armor we should put on is pray. How could we go one day without pray? We would dry up. Wither and die. Father, in the name of Jesus, let's ask the Lord to put on you a spirit of prayer. Spirit of prayer, spirit of supplication. Arm you with the spirit of prayer. Oh God, spirit of intercession. We must have compassion on others too. We don't just pray for ourselves. We pray for people. Yes, we, pray for, we pray for those that are suffering. We pray for those that need help. We pray for our governments. We pray for so much to pray for. How could we not pray? Yeah? Father, put upon us the spirit of prayer, the spirit of intercession. Never leave us alone until we do this, Lord Jesus. Father, rebuke us every day. Holy Spirit, I'm giving you permission to rebuke me when I'm lacking prayer. I give you permission to rebuke me or to remind me you love me that I should intercede for others. Holy Spirit, take over. Take over my life. I surrender it to you. Oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Before we sum up, let us pray for the frontline workers. Let us pray for the sick. Let us also pray for those who have lost loved ones. 
Jesus. Mm. I don't know if you know anybody that has mm. lost loved ones, but I know some. Lost mm. loved ones. <sighs> it's sad. Mm. Oh, God. Father, we commit the frontline workers during this pandemic, the EMS, the doctors, the nurses, all hospital workers. Father, we pray that you will give them the strength, give them the courage to continue to do the good work they are doing. Father, we pray that any agent of the devil among them, you will expose them and weed them out in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, some of these patients are dying without a family member near them. We pray that you will use the doctors and the nurses to give them a smile or to hold their hands as they slip out of this world. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those who have lost their loved ones. Father, we pray that you will comfort. You will strengthen them. Oh God, it is so difficult at this time, especially to have a funeral where where they would have get you know that that strength, that help, but they cannot have it. Oh God, have mercy on them. Strengthen them. If God does lay on their beds, may you be their comfort. May you put your arms around them and strengthen them and help them. Oh God, and take away their tears. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now let us cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus before Pastor Ngozi takes over for the communion. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover myself. I cover my brethren in the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, let the blood of Jesus flow over us. Let the blood of Jesus flow over our apartments or wherever we are calling from. We cover our children, our grandchildren, our in-laws in the blood of Jesus. We cover all our possessions in the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we come against every counter-attack of the enemy tonight. In the name of Jesus. Satan and your demons, the Lord rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. And we render you impotent, null and void. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the blood. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for rebuking us. Thank you for exhorting us. Thank you for encouraging us that we will be strong soldiers. Thank you for showing us how we can be strong soldiers and endure to the end. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Brother, the minister has said it all. Our God loves us and wants us to be fully covered by his full armor. We are coming to the table of the Lord. She reminded us that we are soldiers. 
And as soldiers, we cannot afford to get entangled in the things of the world. So we know ourselves. We know where we have been entangled. We're coming to the table. We have prayed, all right. But we're coming to the table to seal the deliverance that we have received tonight. If we have closely followed the teaching and the exhortation and the prayers, we have been delivered. If we sincerely ask for deliverance, you know your own areas. For instance, what concerns truth? Do we exaggerate? Do we tell little, little lies here and there? Or do we underrate what we should do? Do we keep silent when we should speak up? These are all part of truth. We know the truth. Jesus is the truth. Anything that deviates from him, we are not, we are missing it. So we come to thank God for delivering us from entanglements. Mm-hmm. So open your mouth now and say, Lord, I want to seal the deliverance I've received from you from entanglement, wrong association, attachment to things, allowing things, material things to dominate us instead of our dominating material things. That's why we get weak when the enemy comes. Brethren, this time is a time to fortify ourselves because after the lockdown, a whole bunch of things may come, and it may be, if we are waiting, if any piece of our armor is out of place, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. enemy will, we know. Remember that yes. Goliath had yes. a big armor all over himself, but there was a mm-hmm. little gap, just a little gap in his forehead that was exposed, and that's how... David was able to get him in the name of the Lord Jesus. So thank you, Lord. Begin to thank God and begin to make sure, make sure, make sure that pieces of this armor are in place, not just tonight, but seal them that they will remain in place and receive strength from God to readjust your piece of armor every day with prayer, with prayer, with prayer. Receive deliverance from prayerlessness as we eat the the temple of the Lord tonight. Amen. Receive strength to be a true representative of Jesus Christ. Ambassador, that's what you are. You carry yourself in dignity and integrity as an ambassador, or else you'll be recalled. As those who work in the consulate, they will tell you better than I do. Yes. That when an, an ambassador misbehaves, he's recalled by his home government yes. Yes. and disciplined. Mm-hmm. So let us not be recalled before our time. Amen. Our home government is in heaven. We don't want to die before our time because of carelessness with our armor. Amen. We have repented. God has forgiven us according to his word. <clears throat> We are coming to seal our deliverance and also to rededicate ourselves, to reconsecrate ourselves so that we will continue to stand and not after fighting with full casualty. God forbid. He that endures to the end is the only one that will be saved. So thank God for the truth of his word tonight. 
and pick up the elements of the body of Christ that was broken for you, so that the pieces of your armor can come intact and stay intact. You don't want to lose any. So if there's anything that is causing you to you to temptation, I want you to receive strength tonight over that temptation in Jesus' name. And seal your victory. Seal your victory over that temptation. Bless that element of the body of Christ. It was broken, 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 broken for you. He was wounded for your transgression. The chastisement of your peace, the peace that we talked about tonight, he was chastised so that you will have peace. I want you to bless him and thank him for that. Thank him. Thank him that he has seen you through this coronavirus episode. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And I continue to see you through. Thank you, Lord. If you open your eyes to see the battles that are raging around you about this coronavirus and what he has protected you from, you will truly, truly thank him tonight. Hallelujah. So once you feel that protection, Amen. that protection Amen. that he has given us over corona, coronavirus, Amen. that victory. Thank you, Lord. We want to Thank continue you, standing in that victory. Yes. If there's any part of you hurting now and giving you anxiety, whether, oh, is it a symptom or is it not a symptom, <laughs> I want you to eat that bread and re- remind that the coronavirus that you are untouchable, that you bear upon your your body the mark of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can Amen. you tell them that they didn't? Touch me not. I bear on my body the mark of our Lord Jesus Amen. Christ. I cannot bear the mark of Lord Jesus Christ and bear the mark of Corona. Impossible. Thank you, Lord. I'm not sure concerning of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, I reconsecrate myself. I reconsecrate my family. I reconsecrate everything concerning me to you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Eat that bread. Eat that cracker. Excuse me. Eat that wafer. And give thanks. Yes, Lord. Ah, I want you Lord. to pick up the cup with every respect that you can muster and with gratitude in your heart for this blood of the new covenant that was shed for you for remission of sins, for covering, for speaking better things for you and your family. Yes, Lord. Hold that cup and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We should do it in remembrance of Him. Remember what He did in Calvary, on Calvary, and remember that it is final. Key yourself into that work on Calvary and begin to seal, seal yourself, seal your family, 
seal your job. We don't want to finish from this lockdown and start to look ah. for a job. Mm-hmm. Your job is secure, waiting Jesus. for you in Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Your promotion Amen. that was supposed to have been done or due is waiting for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whatever Amen. your marriage, your change of status in this country, whatever it is that is pending, is there waiting for you. Seal it. Seal it with this blood of Jesus. Blood of covenant. Thank you, blood of covenant. Covenant of peace, covenant of success, covenant of exemption. They're all yours. Receive them now in Jesus' name and receive the assurance. Assurance that Christ is in you and he's your hope of glory. Thank him because we spend eternity with him. Thank you for healing. Thank you for the Remember not to get back into entanglement. Amen. Remember to put on, check your armor every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Seal yourself against deception. Seal yourself against wrong doctrines. Seal yourself against wrong priorities. And give him thanks. Amen. Say tonight, having done all, I am standing. I am standing. I will keep standing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Drink the cup and be grateful. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us celebrate Jesus and call him some sweet names as we round up. Amen. You are my peace. Hallelujah. It's like no other. You're my 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 strength, strength like no other. You're my hope, my hope of glory. You're my sustainer, the sustainer of my life, the sustainer of my family. You're the pillar that holds my house, that holds my life, and I worship you. In Jesus' name, let's have the hymn now, please. Amen. Let's go on. What Christian soldiers? On what Christian soldiers are marching with the cross of Jesus, knowing of this Christ, a royal master, is against the foe. On what answer is left his answer? On what Christian soldiers marching, marching us with the Brothers, lift your voices 